Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord, it's chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time again. This week, we will continue our discussions of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, there's a lot in the news, and we're going to go through some, quickly go through some current events. And it seems like all the current events are either about abortion or LGBTQ rights. So, um... Some people sent me these articles, some I found, but this first one I'm going to start with is that a would-be father, this happens in Alabama, it seems like a lot of things are going on in Alabama. This would-be father whose unborn baby was aborted can sue the clinic, Alabama judge says. <clears throat> Brian Majors, a would-be father whose girlfriend aborted their six-week-old unborn baby two years ago, was granted permission to sue the clinic that provided the abortion after an Alabama probate judge recognized the fetus as a person with legal rights. His attorney told the news station that the recognition of the unborn child as a person with legal rights is the first decision of its kind in the nation. Probate Judge Frank Barger signed off on a letter of petition allowing majors to represent Baby Rose Estate. We have already had a victory, and it was the first one of its kind ever, said the attorney. And he is now suing Alabama Women's Center for Reproductive Alternatives on behalf of the father and baby Roe for providing a chemical abortion to his girlfriend, even though he begged her not to end her pregnancy. I'm here for the men who actually want to have their baby, the father said um, recently, and 
um, he pleaded with his girlfriend not to end the life of his unborn child because he believes every child from conception is a baby and deserves to live. And he should take precautions not to impregnate somebody knowing that they might not hold the same views of life that you do. That's just ridiculous. Well, he says he's in a he's now in a fight to help other would-be fathers who might find themselves in the same situation. Even though there's nothing I can do for the situation I was in, there is something I can do for the future situations for other people. So, um, I mean, this is ridiculous, you know. I, I, basically, there sh- there shouldn't be all this fornication and all these illegitimate children being conceived, but seeing that people are going to do what they want to do, I would strongly suggest that people enter into some type of contract, that if a person becomes pregnant, that they uh, contract with the individual not to terminate the unborn child. And if they're going to feel that strongly about their children, then they well, should take you precautions. Well, people can say whatever they want to say they when you enter into a contract. They enter into a contract. They need to enter into a, a, a binding contract so that not only do you sue the clinic if you show the clinic, you sue the person who aborts the child. That's a good point. So, you know, recently in the news, Alabama Senate passes a near-total abortion ban. And this article came from CNN. Alabama sent the most restrictive abortion bill in the country to the governor's desk recently, with the state's Senate passing legislation that could punish doctors who perform abortions with life in prison. The state's Republican backers have pushed the legislation, which amounts to a near-total ban on abortion in the state, forward with the express goal of overturning Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court case legalizing abortion. The only law allows the the law only allows exceptions to avoid a serious health risk to the unborn child's mother for a topic pregnancy and if the unborn child has a lethal anomaly. Democrats reintroduced an amendment to exempt rape and incest victims, but the motion failed on an 11 to 21 vote. Well, what do they think would happen? I mean, come on. I, it, it bothers me when people present well, I mean, a bill that, uh, that it, it is so extreme it has no chance of passing. To give a doctor a life sentence for aborting a child is just no way the bill was going to pass. I think they well, do I that think on they, purpose. They, the motion to uh, exempt rape and incest victims... Does not matter. They're not bill. going to give a doctor uh, a life sentence, a, a prison sentence. You know, when it comes to this abortion issue, why why create or draft a bill that you know has no chance? Well, I don't know, maybe to appease... Uh Voters, I'll be irritated. That doesn't appease me. That annoys me. So heartbeat (laughs) bills that have been proposed, they they have been proposed in Florida, Louisiana, West Virginia, Illinois, Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, and New York. They passed Georgia, Ohio, Kentucky, and Mississippi. A life sentence. The heartbeat bill. The heartbeat bill, right? So I can understand that. That, There's nothing in effect yet. Alabama's uh, heartbeat bill will go into effect in November. Georgia will go into effect January 1st. And those two, there are two states that challenged it, and that was Ohio and Mississippi. 
One was blocked by the federal judge, and that was in Kentucky. Now, Trump opposes restrictive abortion, and he favors allowing abortion in cases of rape, incest, or the health of the mother. Now, there's a lot out there, a lot of opinions, and um, there was an article that was sent to me that says that here's what you can do other than a sex strike to fight a draconian anti-abortion law, which is a harsh, real severe law. Alyssa Milano's sex strike idea missed the mark, but it exposed what's at the root of restrictive anti-abortion laws, a coordinated legislative attack on women's lives. Huh. Anti-abortion activists and legislators are coming for Roe v. Wade, and as of this week, they are inching even closer. Alabama voted to advance the near total now they, they just advanced it it's got to pass more that near total abortion ban without exceptions for rape incest and it now heads to alabama governor k ivy if ivy signs the bill it will become the most restrictive abortion law in the nation and the simplest and most direct way that this article says that you can use to fight such harsh laws for abortion, anti-abortion, is use your money to push back by donating to abortion funds. So, so you, abortion do, you donate are, for killing. Yeah. Are literally pools of money provided to people seeking abortion care. They can be used to cover not just the procedure itself, but travel and lodging, which makes it sound very right. enticing. At the national level, you can donate to the National Network of Abortion Funds. Support individuals' clinics with your time and money. Support candidates who will protect abortion rights at the state and local level. And speak up. Speak up. Men, that means you too. So if you're for abortion, speak up. So another article that was sent to me said that women fight the Alabama abortion ban by telling their own powerful stories, abortion stories. So women are telling their abortion stories in a powerful show of solidarity after the after that Alabama. Yeah, um, I would like to hear some of those stories. I mean, because, you know, I've known people who got abortions. And, you know, I would like to hear some of their stories. Uh, yeah, I was out partying. I got drunk. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, ended I up didn't pregnant. print. Yeah. I didn't print we, any of those we stories. Fell out and I no longer. We're not together anymore. I don't want this child. Yeah. But you know, just the fact that somebody said that, tell your own story, that went viral, and hundreds of people are sharing their abortion stories. Their accounts portrayed a wide array, array of reasons women choose to get abortions, uh -huh, such yeah. as financial right. issues, yeah, I can't. I'm being too, broke. too young, I got pregnant, sexual broke. assault, and domestic violence. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm too broke right now. I right, can't, I that can't. was one of them. Yeah, she see, went into detail that, on but you're not, But you're not broke enough to have unprotected sex, you know. So that's, to me, there's that's no excuse. None, mostly. So moving on, this article comes from ABC News, and it said that federal court blocks Mississippi's fetal heartbeat law from taking in effect. 
So here we go again. U.S. District Judge Carlton Reeves wrote in his opinion, Mississippi has passed another law banning abortions prior to viability. Mississippi is one of 10 states to push through a law restricting access to abortion in 2019, although all of those laws have faced lawsuits that challenge their constitutionality, and none of them are in effect. Um... The judge went on to say that Mississippi's law, which was passed in March, prevents a woman's free choice, which is central to personal dignity. Only as, so, as far as it doesn't affect an innocent life. They have to recognize that once you become pregnant, you do not have unilateral control of your body as well as the child's. The child's interests, their rights, have to be protected. Someone has to speak up for the child. Just because the mother says, I don't want the child. This is my body. Somebody has to say, you might not want the child, but the child has his own body. And who's protecting That's the child? True. That's true. Uh, clinic director for this uh, Center for Reproductive Rights and uh, said that, well, actually noted that most of the patients who seek abortions are past the six-week mark. So a representative of Governor Phil Bryant could not be contacted immediately for a comment, but when he signed the bill in March, he said he would not be deterred by threat of lawsuits. If they do not believe in the sanctity of life, these that are in organizations like Planned Parenthood, we will have to fight that fight, he said, but he feels like it's worth it. Now, Nevada state legislator pa legislature passed pro-choice abortion bill. And bucking the anti-abortion political trends in several other states, the Nevada Assembly approved a pro-choice bill recently to remove criminal penalties for people who terminate a pregnancy without consulting a physician. The Trust Nevada Women Act, which passed on a 27 to 13 vote, would, de would also decriminalize other abortion-related actions, such as selling, miscarriage-inducing medications. It would remove requirements that doctors tell pregnant people about the emotional implications of an abortion. With the state Senate having passed the bill last month, it now goes to the governor, who's expected to, to sign sign it according to the New York Times. If they would actually pass laws that protected the child, held the mother responsible, and goes one step further, holds the father responsible, because there are men who encourage women to get rid of it, you know, once they find out that they're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Hold the parents responsible. I guarantee you, you won't have all these uh, pregnancies and these people who are so casually going ending life. Now, Al Sharpton says, well, if we don't have uh, illegal abortions, people are going to get abortions illegally. That might be. He said, then we'll go back to those times when people sought, you know, I guess, shade tree abortionists. Mm -hmm. I said, that might be. But it doesn't change the fact that someone has to represent the innocent life. And that is wrong, too. Right. But in all of this, nobody ever talks about the Lord. Nobody's ever because Al Sharpton says you can't you can't build law right. You can't build law out of your religious beliefs. But that's exactly what we do. Well, I ran across this article that really 
really is a kicker. And it's of former Vice President Joe Biden. And he said that he would support making abortion rights laws federal laws should it become necessary. So he launched his presidential campaign for 2020. And uh, a couple weeks ago, he said that he's going to support abortion rights being coming covered under federal law. And he did not specify how he would defend Roe v. Wade if the Supreme Court takes on the landmark case. Um, Biden's comments come after Senators Kirsten Gillibrand, Cory Booker, and Elizabeth Warren have publicly endorsed new federal laws that would guarantee a woman's right to abortion. So I guess everybody's on the bandwagon of making it a federal law. Senator Kamala Harris has also previously said she supports Roe v. Wade, and Senator Bernie Sanders told the AP uh, this week that he supports federal laws. You know, I don't know if even some of those things enter into the head of the senators, you know, because when the media says, so-and-so is supporting a federal law, what do, how do you feel about it? And then, you know, I'm sure they, in their interview, will say, well, I do too. Well, they're silly. Too. If, yeah. if they have a knee-jerk reaction to a question without thinking, what does the Bible say? A person who can't control their tongue, they speak without thinking, or hasty to talk, they, they're, they're just uh, a step away from being called a fool. Because if you can't think before you answer, the Lord said a person who answers a matter before they even hear it, exactly what it is that they're being asked, that's foolishness. And a life of a child is just too serious a matter. Well, this is what Biden says. I have refused to, when he sent an email to his supporters, he says, I refuse to impose my religious beliefs on other people. Yeah, that's that's no surprise for these Democrats because when you, remember we talk about they want to save kittens and all that type of stuff, so right. it's, it's no surprise. It's what, no surprise. What what I can't understand is how talking about an innocent life suddenly becomes a religious belief. I know. I you don't know what know I'm what saying? That is. It's got but, nothing to do with it. That's right. It's like smoke and mirrors. Right. They're just, they're yes. just coloring. Coloring the mirrors to right. say that it's if not you, murder. We should, right. We should have no laws on murder then because te I'm telling you, that's a religious uh, perception that, that we have based our laws on. It's a concept that's taken from scriptures. And so for them to say that they're not mixing the two, it's crazy. Then go by a scientific definition. Go by a heartbeat to say that if a heart is beating that's not alive, it's not a child, is ridiculous. Go by a scientific measure then. And hold the people who are bringing life into this world, hold the human life as being sacred, and have them recognize that if you bring an innocent life into the world and you are parents, you're going to hold up to your responsibility. Yeah, this is terrible. So anyway, here's another article from the Christian Post. The House passed an LGBT Equality Act. And... <clears throat> it's called H.R. 5, and it passed by a vote of 236 to 173. The bill would expand the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to also ban discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity, pregnancy, childbirth, or a related medical condition in housing, public accommodations, and hiring. 
So the bill was first introduced in 2015, but never passed the Republican-controlled House. However, it is unlikely to be voted on in the Republican-controlled Senate. But the but LGBT advocates and supporters consider the bill's passage in the House historic and a sign of progress because it is the first time a comprehensive LGBT civil rights bill has come to the floor in Congress to bring our nation closer to the founding promise of liberty and justice for all. We today passed the Equality Act and finally fully end discrimination against LGBTQ Americans, said Democrat Speaker Nancy Pelosi. So there are interfaith groups that are rallying in support of Equality Act for LGBTQ rights. Christians, Muslims, Jews, Hindus urged Congress to pass the bill which would outlaw discrimination based on sexuality or gender identity. The religious leaders gathered in Washington, D.C. recently to support the Equality Act. Christians, Jews, Muslims, and Hindus were among those on the steps of the United Methodist Building on Capitol Hill to pray and urge lawmakers to support the bill, which could land on the House floor for a vote very soon. Pat Robertson passing says that passing the Equality Act will make the land vomit you out. If you want to bring the judgment of God on this nation, just keep this stuff up, he said. I was reading, and he's, he was reading Leviticus chapter 18, where it says that because of these things, the land will vomit you out. Robertson said in a clip shared by the Right Wing Watch, I think God will say, I've had it with America. If you do this kind of stuff, I'm going to get rid of you as a nation. Right, because of our unbelief as a, as a nation. About the only thing holding us together right now are the prayers of the saints. Mm -hmm. Republican Senator Calls Equality Act for LGBTQ Rights Counterproductive. Senator Mike Lee, who has been accused of discrimination, said we're already becoming more tolerant. He feels like it's, not, it's counterproductive. We're already tolerant that, of what's going on. Yeah, but they, you can always change. You know, so, uh, we might have become tolerant as a nation, but as long as someone is willing to listen and the Lord hasn't lowered the hammer, there's always a chance. Now, moving on to TV, actually children's kids' programs. Someone sent me this article in season 22 premiere of the PBS kids' show, Arthur, surprised viewers by revealing one of its characters, Mr. Ratburn, is gay. Oh, Lord. It's a little rat. Well, well he's got the right character. The well, okay. episode, Mr. Ratburn and the Someone Special, saw the elementary school teacher tie the knot with a man named Patrick. And social media, you know, just was flooded with loving messages oh, for the animated newlyweds. The, ap the episode didn't sit well with Sebastian Gorka, an ex-Breitbart editor and former deputy advisor on national security under President Trump, who argued that the depiction of the same-sex marriage on Arthur is part of a war on our culture. Yes, it is. 
The new season of Arthur will have one of Arthur's teachers at school, a male teacher Mary, married to a fellow male rodent. Gorka is an anti-Muslim extremist, has in the past been photographed wearing a medal associated with a Nazi-linked Hungarian group. I don't know, somebody, I guess, decided to dig that up. So, uh, uh, one million moms accused PBS kids of normalizing and glorifying same-sex marriage by airing the episode. Yes, it's like indoctrination. I don't care how they try to get around it. They're trying to present something that's abnormal as normal. And those who oppose it, somehow, we're the ones that are wrong. And we're saying that is Basically, your personal belief. And if that says it, then don't try to push it on someone else. Right. The they, they go on to say the discussion of such controversial topics and lifestyle choices should be left up to parents. Right. PBS kids should not introduce this to young children. Just because an issue may be legal or because some are choosing a lifestyle doesn't make it morally correct. That's right. Arguing that PBS kids should stick to entertaining and providing family-friendly friendly programming instead of pushing an agenda. Yes. So, by, and then they have a petition out there, and so far the petition has about 16,000 signatures. Yeah, I find that there are a lot of controversial things that go on with PBS because the people who are behind the programs themselves are immoral. Mm -hmm. So Alabama Public Television bans Arthur episode featuring the same-sex marriage Good. and um alabama public television refused to broadcast that so-called well-received season 22 premiere um it, it has no plans to air the new episode and um i suppose in alabama you could watch it online <laughs> if you wanted to but um yeah, but why waste your time? Mike you know? McKenzie, director of programming at Alabama Public Television, told in an interview that parents have trusted Alabama Public Television for more than 50 years to provide children's programs that entertain, educate, and inspire. More importantly, although we strongly encourage parents to watch television with their children and talk about what they have learned afterwards, parents trust that their children can watch uh, without supervision. We also know that children who are younger than the target audience for Arthur also watch the program. So I think that's takes that's going to be a wrap. Oh, maybe one more quick. Taiwan Parliament legalized same-sex marriage for Asia for the first time mm -hmm. just recently. And that is a wrap for this week's program. Yes, praise the Lord, and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Psalm 119 and 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all right. right. Praise the Lord, and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was... How does the Lord view the prayer of the destitute? And the answer is, he regards it and does not despise it. You can find the answer in Psalms chapter 102, 
verse 17, which reads, He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This week's food for thought is, How do you stand against the devious tricks of the devil? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.